Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Mixed Tag Show probably brings to you Straight Shoe Sundays with your boy, Blue Magic. Now, this week, we do have Emilio Sparks from Russell Rap, and amongst other things, joining us today. Um, make sure you tune in. Make sure you get your questions in. For those that don't know, I do have these hoodies still available, Black Lives Matter, NWO style, Wolfpack style, and original black and white, available at foyerwear.com. If you want, highlight that. Um, we got a lot to talk about this past week. I just watched Sacrifice, uh, Impact Sacrifice, which is pretty interesting peer review that we don't, you know, I don't usually watch Impact, but I decided to give it a chance, and, and it was really a dope episode. Um, a lot of things happened in terms of AEW, NXT, SmackDown. I don't really remember anything from Raw, but I guess, I guess that's like the common theme, right? We don't really, I mean, Bobby Lashley beat The Miz, and... Yo, he had a dope interest. I ain't, ain't going to hold you. His his interest is pretty dope. Um, I'm trying to think of what closed out the night. I can't. If you remember what closed out Raw, just give me a quick reminder. I would truly appreciate it. As we, you know, still time to get Emilio in here. Um, also, you know, if you haven't known, we're getting a stimulus this past coming week. <laughs> if you didn't get it yet, your account looking light like mine. It's coming. You got to hold off on it. <laughs> I know we're excited about that. Also, they announced that WrestleMania will be having at least 45,000 45, fans in attendance this year. And after like having to reboot everything from last year when they didn't have any fans at all. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, this pans out with that. And then, let me see if I get a meal on here. All right, um, so yeah, we have a lot to look forward to when it, when this upcoming wrestling and situation like that. The main event was the Orton stuff, right? What was the what was the Orton stuff that happened on Raw? See, I don't. Oh, I think I tuned it out. I, <laughs> the whole Orton and the the Fiend thing kind of took like a very very dark turn for me. When you start putting up like. Five point stars and and like that kind of stuff. I kind of like tune you out because I don't I don't like to bring that kind of negativity. Not like sorry, not negativity, but that kind of energy into my home. So <laughs> I most likely oh no, that's what he cost. That's when he cost him the match against. Uh, yeah, it sounds familiar. But anyway, <laughs> so that's that that happened this past week on Raw. But yeah, definitely. But Sacrifice had a dope match with the unification of the Impact title and the TNA Championship title. Like, I don't usually watch Impact or TNA like that, so that was a pretty dope pay per view in my opinion. The Good Brothers versus Finn Juice was a very ex like a very great tag team match. I really enjoyed it. Um, the women's matches was incredible. They had three women matches, three and a half if you include uh, Rosemary's Decay winning the first match. They have a woman leading their uh, their faction. I thought I thought that was kind of different. You know, it's not something that that, that you see every day kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it was very interesting to see that. How you feel about the two-belt swan? Two-belt swan is dope. Like, that match was, like, even my wife was watching it, and she was like, what's this? I'm like, Impact. So what's Impact? I'm like, I don't usually watch this, but I'm watching it because it has a dope, it was seen to be dope. And she saw the finish, and she's like, oh, that's different. I like this. I'm like, yeah, like, I didn't expect <laughs> him to, like, pull off that win like that. Um, I don't know. Is there a word if there's gonna be a new title or these gonna dissolve one and keep the other? Um, how how they how they planning to handle this in terms of having uh 
it merging together. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Like, is there a way? I would like to see new. T- I like like me. I like to see new titles, right? So if they're gonna bring a new title into this, I would definitely, definitely be up for that. All right, we have Emilio in the room. I have to send him the request. Yeah, for you. I like, I, I love new designs of titles. So if it's a situation. Um, then I would, I would like definitely go for it, Emilio. Yo, my brother, how are you? In the words of Brody Lee, love it, love it. What's going on? Thank you. you. Well, thank you for coming. I know you'd be busy, man. You, you out here working. I, <laughs> pull, I actually just pulled myself away from an edit. Uh, that I've See? been working on right now. So, See? Uh, Can you talk about it or you got to wait on it? You got to wait on it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm working on a podcast with restaurateur, entrepreneur, and uh, fitness enthusiast named Michael Chernow. Mm. And he just had Rob Deerdag on from Fantasy Factory Ridiculousness. So I'm in the process of helping, okay. Michael, helping Michael produce and, and, and rebrand the podcast a little bit. It's a really good interview. So it's like it's like over two hours. So I'm I'm trying to make it flow a little bit differently okay so i i noticed that a lot you produce a lot of podcasts right now like how many podcasts are you producing currently i am responsible for five podcasts a week a week what are the podcasts uh oral sessions with Rene paquette that's that's twice a week okay um talking shop with gallows and anderson and rocky romero okay uh, Bear with us with Corey Graves and Carmela. Okay. Um, I'm doing the uh, Borner Made with Michael Chernow. Okay. And um, and Rassle Rap. And Rassle Rap, definitely. For for those that don't know, this is one of the the geniuses behind Rassle Rap and currently holding the ship and, and staring it in the direction that is going <laughs> with the dope the dope hats and merch and 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 and, and, and content all together. Now I know that you are very linked to the business. How do you how do you manage being impartial during times like this? Uh, <laughs> I'm Switzerland, bro. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> I just I just sit back and, and root for both and that's it. I, I, I can't, you know. Like Renee made a joke on Twitter when uh what did I say? It's uh, that, what did I say? Something about like, oh man, the good brothers are on TV, two sweetheart around the brother. She was like, No, she just texted <laughs> <laughs> she tweeted yeah, and they attack. They attack Mox. Right, 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 so, right, right. Uh, you know, so I just, I just pretend to be Switzerland. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I but, can't mess up their paychecks. <laughs> right, right. But then you do like wrestle rap. I'm, I'm looking like, how do you stay impartial through all of this AEW versus WWE? No, now it's AEW versus Impact and New Japan and like. Well, you do, well, I don't believe that it's. Uh, I don't believe that it's competition or a war, so to speak. I think right, it's, right. first of all, I think it's good for wrestling fans. Definitely. You know, I I think that's the most important thing. We uh, big shout out to Phil Lindsay and he one a great writer. I just saw him pop up. Yeah, yeah, that's one um, of my boys again. Dred Grossman, though, so he's a good dude. Um, I I don't believe in that. I you know, like people want to like make that something, but to me, I just think it's nice to see several bridges together. So whether right. Whether the bridge is Kenny Omega, John Moxley, or the Good Brothers, you're going to see like multiple 
cameos and crossovers. Wrestling is a multiverse. The more we start to realize that, I think the better we're going to be off. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, so to stay impartial, right? I, I, I'm normally not a negative person. Like I'm, I'm trying to brain train my mind into right. more positive thoughts, right? It's really easy to be overcritical about everything, right? Just, just by our surroundings, just, just given the, the, the climate this year alone, politically and socially, there's yeah. a lot that you can, you can dissect and pick apart, right? I'm not doing that with my wrestling. My wrestling yeah. is a form of escape. My wrestling is a form of something that I want to enjoy and I want to watch. Right. So, so to me, I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to review the stuff that I like. And yeah, if there's something that I don't like, yeah, I'll speak about it, but I ain't going to be vicious about it. That's not, yeah. I'm not in that world. That's not, that's not, that's not part of me, man. That's not my, my wave. That's not my steez. And I think it, I, and I think that's why, you know, there's been some modicum of success with the brand and then like professionally for me to, to work with, with right. certain like institutions in the world of pro wrestling. It, and honestly, I try to be the same way. Trust me, I try. But I'm one of those people that, like like you said, I don't feel like there's a war. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with having multiple ways to watch wrestling, right? Like, right. be- between the week before WrestleMania and then the week after WrestleMania, I think there's wrestling on every single day. There's right? wrestling on every single day now. <laughs> right. So I, I feel like it's great that it's happening. But what, what tricks me is when people start picking sides right. and start waving flags. And I'm like, guys like it's just can we just support the wrestlers like can we support what's going on and be happy that we can have a chance to watch this every day and not tear down every single little thing that's happening right 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 i think that's the thing i think that's the most important thing. it takes the fun out of it it does it should be a unified front more than anything else just because you have a specific taste that you like hey man yo go celebrate that but ju- but you can't say that one is better than the other Definitely. Because there's all different, like, to be cliche, there's all different flavors of ice cream. So. Exactly. Was you going to get chocolate versus vanilla next? Like, <laughs> Rocky, no, I like Rocky Mountain. <laughs> right, right. Well, I don't even eat ice cream, but yeah, I feel you. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit more about Wrestle Rap. How did you come about with that? Wrestle Rap was a hashtag that started WrestleMania weekend. Oh, God. I want to say 24, maybe 25, or maybe even WrestleMania 26. Mm. Uh, Kaz and uh, a mutual friend of ours, Ernest, created it when they were writing for the source. Oh, okay. And and that and it just it took off like a puddle of gasoline, and then you know, it here we are. It's where it's where it's at. And then as you know, there was multiple changes, and you know, like right. ins and outs, and you know, it's it's I, I've like- been I've been the core of it for for a hot minute. Yeah, that's what I say. It's been going on for at least what, like, how, how far? Is, I'm, I'm gonna say at least ten years now, right? Uh, I mean, as a podcast, yeah. Um, as a podcast, it's been around. We're at a hundred and eighty-eight or one hundred and eighty-nine episodes. Okay, it's so it's 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 been around for a while, but the hashtag was before that, so I, I maybe eight years. That's dope. That's dope. Now I know you did some things with, like in terms of WWE as well, right? Like, you, you worked with them directly? How yeah, was that? I, I was, yeah, I was employed by WWE to help launch and develop their podcasting network that you hear now. So the two shows that are in, in production currently, yeah, I, I helped create those. I helped also create the, the initiatives, everything you even see visually. So. That's dope. Like, how do you get into a field like that? It was Russell Rap. Right. It was right. podcast. Oh, it was nice. Podcast. 
It was the podcast. Uh, the podcast. It, it was. It's funny. One of the one of the heads of development listened because I had a friend on that he that he knows. Okay. And then that piqued you know this person's interest to put me. It just it just piqued his interest, and then I got a call to go to the offices in Connecticut, and I walked out the same day with a job. That's dope. That's some great thing. So for people that's doing podcasting, including us, me and Jenna, when we had to make sacks, so that's that's some great thing to hear about. Um, yeah. Is it true that you also could uh, credit you for the the CrossFit Jesus? Yeah, Monica. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened at. Oh, where were we? It was at SummerSlam 2015, maybe? He was in all white. Seth oh, Rollins. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, all yeah. White. he came out when he was facing Cena for the United <laughs> States Championship. And you know, when you're wearing your big money gear, it's, it's like the white and gold with the gold. Right, 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 right. I don't know. I just, they had this like angelic light hit him when he walked out of the ring. And I was like, <laughs> I, I lean over to Kaz and Wale. And I'm like, yo, guys, he looks like a CrossFit Jesus. And then like the entire section we were in popped for that. So I just tweeted it, and then flat out. So there you go. This is the CrossFit Jesus where it came from right here. <laughs> so outside of wrestling, what else do you like to do? Uh, uh, lift weights, eat, I guess. I don't know. Really nothing. <laughs> Yoga. I'm thinking about starting. I'm thinking of going to jujitsu with uh, two of my friends who are training. Oh, right now. Maybe something like that. I don't know. I need a hobby. So I guess once the world starts to open up again and everybody's vaccinated, I'll figure out what to do if I'm in close yeah. proximity with somebody and they're trying to teach me a Kimura or, or, you know, <laughs> or a guillotine. So, you know, so that way I can get breathed on without right. like, being paranoid. Right. Um, I mean, you know, like I normally, I am a workaholic and I genuinely enjoy what I do. Right. So like, I even consider it a hobby. You know what I mean? Like I believe that um, there's a culture within your work and your work ethic defines that culture mm -hmm. and how hard it is that you work defines your success. So sometimes it might be crazy to say, but sometimes hard work is rewarded with more hard work. So yeah. like for me, when I was in Georgia producing, uh, helping work on uh, talk and shop mania too, and producing the podcast out there, you know, I totally lost track of time and I missed a friend's wedding. Wow. Because like, yeah, cause I had to stay an extra day. Right. So I can, it totally didn't register. So it's like, to be honest with you right now, Blue, I'm on a different mindset where I'm going to put my personal life aside for everything. And I'm just going to focus on my professional career. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's yeah. it. I mean, sometimes, like you say, sometimes you need to do that. Um, when I was working over at Hot 97, I learned that. And it was, I started working at a young age. For me, it was a young age. I was like 25-ish, 26-ish, I want to say. Right. Um, and I learned that. And it was just like, I was considered an intern, right? But I was running the website for DJ Enough. So, like, it was rebuilding a website because it wasn't really doing that well before I got there. And so I had to hire writers. I had to figure out, you know, concepts and ideas. And through all of that, I lost myself, honestly. Not lose myself like that, but like I put myself into the work through those years. Right. And, but what did you feel when you walked out the other side? Were you burnt out? Were you creatively fueled? Did it push you to do more? Like, where was your mental when you were at that spot? I was burnt out. <laughs> you know? Rightfully so, I feel like. Rightfully like, so. 
after a while, I started uh, figuring out that every six months, I had this thing where every six months, I would go away for a weekend, not do anything else, just relax by myself, right. and then just come back on Monday and go back to work. And I felt like maybe that wasn't enough because it was one of those things where when I stopped, it was the last day, it was something happened, and I decided to leave. And then I put the laptop down because it was like midday, whatever the, the situation happened. Put the laptop down, and I was like, okay, now what do I do? Like, yeah, that, <laughs> I have no, that, I have that, no responsibilities. Yeah, that happened to me um, when my uh, when my run with WWE ended. It was it, it was a short term, you know. It wasn't it wasn't right. long term anyway. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, and there was this inactivity for a while where I got where I got really stuck. I was like, well, what is my identity? What do I do? Where am I going? What am I, yeah. if I'm not creating and I'm not thinking or I'm not pushing myself to think in a different type of plane uh, to push myself, who, who am I? What am I, what am I doing? You know, I just came yeah. off, I came off this really cool thing where I put all my effort into it and I, and I really worked hard on something and yeah. there was the fruits of my labor really showed. Yeah. And so much so that it set up the things that I was doing now. But I guess I needed that time to reassess and reevaluate and to really fuel the things that I'm doing now. Yeah. Like, it, it, to me, it was kind of the same thing as well. Like, but the only mistake I, I'll say I did was after I left, I, I literally put the computer down. And I'm like, well, I could play the video game. I haven't played that in like, like in years. I played a video game and literally I took a year off. And I think that's what kind of like, it was a it was a big hiccup in my career, and I was like, maybe I should never took the year off that I did. Like I literally was like, all right, I need to really recharge. Then I right. really convinced myself I needed a year, but I feel like that year just like I could have used that momentum that I carried leaving Hot ninety seven elsewhere. With not necessarily true. Not necessarily true because if you're burnt out and you're really not feeling to do anything, if you're feeling right. li listen, if you're listless, you ain't gonna do shit. Right. <laughs> so, like, to me, I just wasn't the type of cat that would let the grass grow underneath his feet. I, right. I, I, I knew, like, you know, when you're out of the bubble, like, it's quiet. Yeah. So you got to create noise so the bubble yeah. can actually see what you're doing. And, um, you know, so I gave myself the Christmas holiday. Mm. And then after that, it was, it was off to the races January 1st. Right. And that was it. Yeah, and, I think, it, and it didn't stop, you know, uh, in 2019 going into 2020. Yeah, I, yeah, again, like it was the same. I took the year, but even in the year, I still do like little bit things for Epic Records here and there, and, right. you know, just to you know keep it on the flow. And uh, eventually, I guess that's how I came with the idea for this podcast, and then creating like you know the mixed tag show with Jenna and everything like that. Right. And, been, and this is gonna be what three years that we've been working on this one. Yeah. Oh, so it, it, it happens. Like, and I love that's the way the way that the universe works. You know, everybody's under the impression that you have to work, 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 and you never get like you know time to unplug. But I think you definitely need the time to unplug to figure out what what works for you and how do you feel. You know, you got to have that internal dialogue. Right. And look what happened. You know, you took that year off, and then the next thing you know, you created your baby. And it's and it and it's thriving and it's and it's an interesting professional wrestling podcast where you know you have the opinion of of, of two wrestling fans of color, one female, right? And, and you know which is unheard of, right? You know, so to sit there and to to have something unique in, in a completely insulated, very white bread, you know, dominated medium such as wrestling podcast, 
you know, I think it's a beautiful thing. Right. So, you know, don't look at the, the year off as ah, maybe I kind of, you know, hin it hindered my growth and development. No, I think the reverse. I think your growth and development came from that year because look what you created. Right. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. And I also you still use those connections that I, met, I made up there and it helped build the brand and get the ideas like it's just really, you know, at the long run, it always helps, you know, like maybe you do need to breathe in. You do. Trust me. You do. Take a break. <laughs> How you feel about the? How you feel about the? I'm sorry, I didn't want to. You need to cut you off. Go ahead, see what you about no, to go. I was just gonna say, if anything, this year, with the pandemic and the oh. lockdown, has definitely showed everybody, yo, slow it down a little bit, listen to your head, your heart, get all that in line, you know, yeah. get your get your chakras all together. If your head, your heart, and your belly can like get in sync together, man, you can figure it all out. That's yeah, the that's key life, bro. You know what I mean? Like, don't, I, I can't tell you how many times if my gut was feeling something, and that's, that's the second brain. People don't get it twisted. Like, you know what I mean? When people yeah. talk about gut health and bubble guts and all of this stuff, and, you know, when your stomach is messed up, your brain's messed up as well. Yeah. So, yeah. like, trust your, your intuition is in your stomach. So, like, do that and trust it. And, and you know, this year specifically, it was so important to take time off. Definitely. And to reassess and to reevaluate what really, really fuels you. Because, you know, there was a lot of ways that creative people either could thrive or die in this thing, right? And, yeah, definitely. And I think Zoom, in a way, changed the way you can podcast. Yeah. Specifically with video content and creating backgrounds and skins and, you know, pull clips and socials. And also at the same time, too, it also gives you an opportunity to really refine and create the fandom that you want within your thing. So now you're curating the type of content you specifically want to create. Now you don't have to keep up with the Joneses and try to get a big name wrestler right. on your show. You know, I think the indie to me, independent wrestling is where it's at. And that's where a podcaster should should get their bones and mm -hmm. interview up and coming independent, independent professional wrestlers. I think that's the most important thing. So it's like, take a step back. So yeah, 2020, even though it was crazy and there was a lot of sickness and there was a lot of death, and there was a lot of negativity. I, I think the most important thing that it did give us was a chance to slow down and listen to our hearts and try to figure out, okay, how can I, what do I need to do? So, yeah, definitely. I, there's something that you said, like, 2020 definitely brought out a lot for the creators. Like, through the 2020, when I was at home, because, you know, during my 9 to 5, we had to be quarantined and, you know, people figuring everything out. I yeah. launched I launched my my, my, bloat, my my clothing brand, where I learned to do, like, I created this, and then I created some it's other cool. some it's other cool. joints. Yeah, cool. I have this in the black and white, too. Like, so hey. <laughs> I got to send it to you. Send me your address. I'll I, I send you a couple. Um, so that's why I like I, I created this business and I was doing the podcast. I created Straight Shoot Sundays and it was like it slowed, like you said, it slowed everything down. It was like your idol. This is your time. What can you create? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like this is the time. What do, what do you want to do? And I, I do this, do that. And so and then you plan it, and that's I think like, it's very good for the creators. And like you said, it created a lot of platforms for the Zoom or whatever other podcast uh, platform that podcasters are using. It is, and it brought the community together because then you had to rely on, not rely on, but now you started to work with other people and started listening to other people as well. Right. That, 
that's the time. So now instead of like, because now before, like you said, you have to get a big studio, make sure that the camera angles are correct, make sure the right. lighting is perfect. No. Well, <laughs> listen, I still believe, and I am from the adage of big do first, figure out everything second. Right. No. So as long as your audio don't sound like shit, it's right. podcast first, visual medium second. Now, maybe yeah. that's just because I'm old school and I come from a radio background and I was a radio guy first, you right. know, and my guy, John Sparks, has really beat into my head, you know, mixing and mastering and making sure that everything sounds good. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, people are going to listen on Apple and Spotify before they go to YouTube, you Facts. know? Facts. So, you know, it's like, well, wh what do you want to use? Do you want to use Audacity? Do you want to use Adobe? Do you want to use, you know, um, Pro Tools, you know, like? To me, learn everything because the internet's at your disposal and there's tons of tutorials you can watch on YouTube and really craft and figure out your sound. Yeah. Then you can then you can figure out what you need to do with like lights and this, that, and the third. I tell everybody, listen, the first thing you should do if you want to do a podcast, can do what you're doing with a microphone, but save up for a really good one, like a Shure SM7B or the new podcasting one that you could plug into your computer and you can just go, Ooh. right? If you can afford, you know, an interface and a and a preamp like a cloud lifter, do it. Plug it all in. Figure it all out. You know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah. the equipment's important. You get a light ring. You have a zoom. That's it. Learn how perfect. to edit and just go. You know that was like a lot of this stuff was trial and error. You know, yeah. honestly, you know, even even developing. I write that down by the way. SMSB. <laughs> sure, SM7B. It's like the Joe Rogan microphone, man. Like I, I gotta, I gotta write that down. <laughs> you know, like you just, just do, just start, just do. Uh, you know, like I, I just see somebody in there saying that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to start a podcast. Just start it. Just start yeah. it. The fuck are you waiting on? Life is small, man. We're only on this rock for a little while. Don't wait. Yeah. Just, just do the thing. That's what I, that, that's how we start. Like wrestle rap started because we just wanted to do it. Right. You know what I mean? And it was, it, it, listen, were we extremely lucky that I was able to use Sirius XM? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I used hot, I used hot for the first podcast I did. <laughs> you get it. You know what I mean? Use it. Yeah. Listen, you can't tell us not to use the tools that are at our disposal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Midnight. Ain't nobody in the studio. Nope. I'm. I'm Everybody I'm going. Gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> cut a soliloquy for the next hour on like four wrestling topics. Edit it and put it up. Yeah. That's what it was. You know, and then you, and then you figure out. Okay. Now, how do I make it sound good that I'm home yeah. and I don't have a multi-million, you know, built-in yeah. built-in compressors? Where do <clears> I go now? And what do I what do I do? So that's where that that's where it comes from. So get, learn the equipment, learn the technology, and it's affordable stuff. So like just go go just investigate. That's, yeah. that's the best thing I can say. Sound first. Sound first. <laughs> yeah. Just that's jump in, man. It's baptism on the fire. See, just like just like our boy said, he said he started doing interviews just by jumping into DMs and see what he got and <laughs> start lining them up. Absolutely. <laughs> chat the film, man. He's in the chat. Um, so tell me more about your, your music side, because I know that you're a, a kind of sort of insert of beat. Like when listening to wrestle rap, like you love 
music and like you show right here the passion for sound in general. Right. Like like right now, what do you listen to right now? I'm a I'm a hip hop dude, born in Brent. I'm from Staten Island, New York. So obviously, it's it's always woo all day. Right. You know what I mean. So like, I'm very excited for the verses with Ray and Ghost. Um, so I've always I've always been I've always been into hip hop. You know, um, I grew up in a really good time. I grew up in the '90s, man. So yeah. You know, I have a you know I have a I was cleaning out my my parents' garage. And I found a whole bunch of vinyl that I that I thought that you know was just non-existent anymore. So now I'm just going back and listening to that, and I'm playing around with the turntables again, you know, because I used to DJ all over New York, and so I'm listening. No, what to does a it lot that you don't food. do? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I like to make money, Lou. So like, uh, I, I feel you. However, I could do it. You know, I was DJing at like local like bars and clubs at like 14 years old. So nice. I was just, like, I, I got real lucky. You know, but I got real good at it quick too. You know, yeah, I, had, yeah. I had I had really good teachers to show me what to do. See, I um, did the I did the promoter side. <laughs> I did the party promoter side. I just wanted to show up, drink for free, and DJ. So that was and get paid. So that's yeah. what I wanted to do. I never wanted to like you know have a rolodex of people. Um, my friends so wanted to come and hang out. They can't hang out. <laughs> um, what am I listening to right now? Um, anything Harry Fraud because I think Fraudy's just legendary i mean he yeah. has such a a rich tone he has a rich sound um static selector has never not put out a subpar project i mean they are just gold standard if you you know and man so everything static puts out um i'm, I'm really going back and listening to you know earth earth gang's uh you know discography i'm going back right. and listening to that you know i'm re-falling in love with all the big crit stuff Right, you know, I'm 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 into that now. You know, I'm even revisiting Smoke Dizzy stuff. You know, Dizzy's right. the homie. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Any, so that's anything, real. anything Wale puts out is just it melts my mind. Like you know, yeah, like honey on a hot summer day. That's, yo, that's like top three for me. Like Wale, like in my college days, it was Wale, J Cole, and Drake. Right, that's like during the mixtape days, and, and from there is then like. Do you do you get any better? I mean, Wale is brilliant. <laughs> Wale is brilliant, man. Yes, yes, very underrated. Extremely underrated, but he is so good, and he has just this this gift to tap into emotion in a way mm -hmm. that is just so thought provoking, and and you have to run back a track six or seven times to really understand and appreciate this dude's genius. Yeah. You know? Um, if I wanna, like, you know, when I'm when I'm on my G shit. I'm I'm bumping Griselda right now, you know, mm. like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's that. But you know, and then when I when I get into my Cali mood, you know, it's nip all day, and you know, yeah. it's boogie, and you know, it's just a, it's just a couple others, you know, like so I just do that. One of my favorite things to do is just you know find new and different uh, MCs to just to listen to, you know. Yeah. So and I don't really subscribe to the adage of Spotify or like the Apple playlists. I don't I don't really do that. So like mm. I if somebody has like a link they want to send me, I'm like, oh send it to me on YouTube. Let me just and then I can just fall into this YouTube like rabbit hole <laughs> of of what I'm listening to. Uh I went back and revisited Onyx again. Yeah, yeah. You know, like their debut album. And I I went on a, a Twitter spree about why that album is so good and you know, like and I forgot what I forgot what what record it was, but the music video was directed by the lead guitarist in the Chromags, and then it started to dawn on me 
why the Chromeheads are a New York City hardcore band. Okay. And and I'm into I'm into like hardcore music. I'm into punk rock. I'm into like I'm into everything. Like I like jazz mm. too. You know. Um, but listening to Onyx, I realized, oh shit, they have a New York City underground hardcore vibe to them, and no wonder why this video hits as hard as it does. <laughs> it's because dude from Chromags directed yeah. the music video, and I'm like, oh shit, wow, I'm, I was all in. I was, I was all in. I was like, this is, this is, this is really <laughs> You know, and it was it was also with the conversation that we had because we had Uncle Ralph McDaniels from Video Music Box, right? Rap for rap, you know, big shout oh, really? out to my co-host Mighty Vin. Yeah, we had Uncle Ralph on. Yeah, I, I gotta take that episode out. It's a good one, and we talk zero professional About wrestling. Wrestling, <laughs> um, and I like it because sometimes, man, that's too much wrestling. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, that's why. Like, it, it kind of us too. We kind of start doing it maybe every two weeks, uh, just not to oversaturate, try to critique every single week. It gets. It gets redundant after a while. Right. Just, man, you got to pick what you like. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and so, like, you know what me and the Mighty Vin, that's my co-host now, um, it's nice to have somebody to talk to because I was doing wrestle rap for a hot minute solo. Yeah. So, but that's the, but that's also the major test to see whether or not you're also very, very good in this game. That if you can, if you can hold an audience by yourself. Yeah. Like, you got to do it. There ain't no... There ain't no half stepping. You gotta yeah. do it on your own, you know. But now I'm, 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 I can do this shit blindfolded. That I just want to talk to somebody else, and I always want yeah. a revolving door of my friends, tastemakers, and influencers within like the the world of what we do, not mm -hmm. necessarily the bigger picture. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I want the audience that 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 rocks with us. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. coming up, we have DJ Folk coming on. You know, DJ Folk's been on before. He was Jeezy's and Lil Wayne's A and R. And he's a huge AEW fan. So we're going to talk about AEW. But right. then we're also going to talk about Jeezy. And we're right, also right. going to talk about Lil Wayne. And then we're also going to talk about how he stepped away. And now he's working within um, sneakers. So, yeah. you know, that, that, that's, that's, what we, that's where it's at. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, we, music's always been uh, a huge pivotal part for me with, with Russell Rap. Right. And we like to do... We were doing for a while a song of the week, and I think we have a, um, a playlist. We have a playlist. It's on Spotify and and uh, Apple. Um, our, our girl Kalia was was curating curating it for us because I did not have time, and nor do I know how that works. <laughs> so I'd be like, "Yo, hun, just do this," and she was like, "Gotcha, unk." Right. Like, cool. But yeah, big shouts to Kalia. She's a she's a streamer on Twitch. You can follow her, Kalia Chronicles. Um, and man, man, we're just doing these mixes with my boy DJ Juggy from Salt Lake City. And heavy hitter. That's why you, I used to run into heavy hitters. Look at yeah, Juggy's party. <laughs> and um, and we just, we, you know, we'll figure out like, okay, like this week we did a Fuji's mix, right. right? Because it was 25 years since the score. So yeah, yeah, you want to feel old, right? Yeah, um, I still listen to Fuji still this day. Yeah, I know, to. I know, I know. My wife is getting mad at me. We play all these old music in the car. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, man. This is my era. This is what I love. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm patient. Like, like, I gotta rock. I gotta rock. You got it. You gotta rock with it. And it was such a rich sound too. Yeah, it, was like, it was a different album than at the time too. You know what I mean? Specifically, yeah. that it was also it was also female led. Yeah. In terms of uh, of of their most powerful single. You know, so to see Lauren Hill shine, it, 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 what a great time. That's all I gotta say. 
what a great time. It's education of Lauren Hill it, to this it's day. It's so different now, man. It's so different now, right? And I'm into it, and I appreciate like how music changes and evolves or de evolves, right. so you can like figure it out. But I I can't play something that that don't hit me yeah. here. So everything you hear on Wrestle Rap, and yeah, we'll play new records. Yeah. But the record's got to mean something. Uh, you go back and listen to our Christmas out episode. We we did it, it was a two hour episode, and we're doing like ten minute blocks of just music. That's dope. Yeah, now, how so do you get away with that on on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff like that? <laughs> okay, I got you. All right, don't talk about it. Got it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess we're just we're just under the radar. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. It, it, it happens. But yeah, like definitely, like I, I feel like. And that's why I, I always loved listening to you guys, even when Kaz was on, is that it's always just not wrestling. It's everything around wrestling and right. everything that we're, we're connected to, like you said, whether it be music. Sometimes I'd be catching you guys talking about movies. I'm a big movie buff. Like, right. I love watching movies. I love watching TV shows. Like, I can sleep in the house all day and have a whole bunch of movies just to watch in the house. Like, that's what I do. Um, and it, it's, just, it's just refreshing listening to you guys talk about those different things. Even though it's called wrestle rap. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know what it is. Wrestle rap is, is to me how it how it um has homogenized and you know adapted and evolved has always been the human social condition of how you interact with everybody. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a big I'll watch Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze every time it's on TV. So, <laughs> you know, that became a running joke with me and Rocky Romero. Right, right. So now we we've talked about it on Talking Job. Right. I'm a big Rocky guy, so we talk about that. You know, I'm I like the Marvel stuff. I like the DC stuff. You know, uh, I've, I just watched Boss Gang with Frank Grillo on on Hulu. Really good film. It's a good action film. You know, I like Boss Gang. Yeah, yeah. I watched him on notes. Kingdom. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. Like you know, like I'm revisiting Thundercats. Like you know what I mean? Like. Instead of buying sneakers right now, I'm buying Masters of the Universe action figures. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just there's just so much to talk about where it's like, all right, if we can give attention to that for maybe 10 minutes on the front or 10 minutes on the back end of a wrestling podcast, yeah. great. You know, but there's always some things you got to remember. You got to set the table. Music is always an important thing. So when we discuss at the end of the, at the, end of the episode why this record you know, or, or why this collection of records put us in a, in a, in a vibe. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that. You know, like Ghostface is one of my favorite rappers of all time. He might be in my number one. And I got a chance to work with him with my buddy K Slack on an, on a song for more fish. So mm. it was like, you know, so like there's like, there were times when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to these albums. I was in the studio with them. Yeah, I was with him. I was with Triumph. I'm sitting yeah. there listening. Ah, Juggy, speaking of yeah, Juggy, shout out to Juggy, yo, heavy hitters, heavy hitters. Um, you know, but it's just, man, it's just figure out what you like to talk about, bullet point it, give it time and attention, don't beat a dead horse, and just do it. Alyssa Marino's in here. At that girl is a genius. I think she's super cool. She does. Uh, Let's get cereal where she really? sits and she talks about stuff and she eats cereal. I think she is so dynamic. <laughs> and I, I told Alyssa this because I want to have Alyssa on, but uh, on WrestleRap, but the simple concept of having a breakfast food and having a conversation with somebody or just with yourself 
right. I find fascinating. And she's so entertaining and she's so good that you should check out Let's Get Cereal and Alyssa Marino's Hold on, time out real quick. Tell us real quick. Do you do you pour your milk first or your cereal? Because I get flat for what I do. To be honest with you, man, the le- like I just started eating cereal again and I eat the most tasteless, like I'm eating it for like gut health and like like the whole nine. And, like, right. I'm eat- like, so I-, I pour the contents in first and then I pour oh. the, the flax milk. Because uh, I don't do dairy is scary. Wait, wait, wait. So I don't do that. So what do you do? So you pour the milk first. And yeah, then so I drink almond milk. So I, I, put, I put the milk first and then I put the cereal. Because then if the cereal is going, I feel like I just put more cereal to the milk. No, right. milk first. No, see, see, this is the cereal expert. Alyssa Marino's the cereal expert. I've been called a, I've been, I've been called a cereal killer because I put milk first. You know what I, you know what I was doing for a while? Because I didn't, I'm allergic to almonds, so I can't have that, right? Okay. Just got into like the oat milks and like the flax milks, but like I have severe food allergies, so I got to be really, really careful about what I have. Right, right. Dude, I was putting orange juice in it for a hot minute. Oh. I was just eating cereal with orange juice. How did that work? It tasted like shit. <laughs> well, yeah. So I just stopped eating cereal. I just started making <laughs> oatmeal in the morning. <laughs> like, fuck. So you have to make oatmeal with, with water? Yeah. Oh, that's the word. Yeah, but luckily for me, like, you know, you can make the acai bowls and then you have a whole lot of fruit. So, like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it helps you out. Yeah. See, I'm on this health tip now because uh, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the journey to lose 70 pounds, right? Okay, so what are you doing for that? So right now I'm down, like, I did it, it's been a week. I'm, I'm down, like, eight or nine pounds right now. Okay, right? congratulations. Thank you. So what I've been doing is I changed my eating habits while I eat mainly like grilled chicken in the air fryer, spinach. That's like my go-to meal. In between, like right now I'm doing an intermittent fasting where I eat between one and nine, right? Right. And then between one and nine, I still eat like very conscious and healthy because I don't want to overdo it. But mainly I've been trying to avoid starch like pasta and stuff like that. So I'll right. eat brown rice. Spinach, chicken. I don't eat fish. It kills it. So, I, so it's hard, right? I don't have much option. <laughs> right. Well, no, trust me. I know. I'm the same way. I'm plant-based. So I really don't eat much. Oh, you so know? you're plant-based. So it's even worse for you. Like, Yeah, but you got to celebrate what you can eat and what, yeah. like, instead of what you can't eat. And then what you do is you switch it up, right? So like, um, in terms of like getting your body moving, if you can sweat for 20 to 45 minutes, you're great. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, luckily for me, I have like a good group of of cats that I uh, I work out with, you know what I mean? Right. Or I'm at the I'm at the gym at the same time they are, you know what I mean? And right. also, you know, it also helps that, you know, machine gun Carl Anderson with his twenty eight pack right. is there, <laughs> there to push me. So I'm like, machine gun, what do I what do I do? And he's like, yo, do lunges, walking lunges every day, fifteen to twenty minutes. I'm on That's... a I'm on a I'm on a eighty day lunge streak. Wow. Lunge for twenty minutes. Listen to something in your headphones and just lunch. That's for it. 20 minutes. For 20 See, minutes. I've been, I've been doing this Beach Bod app at night. Like it's like it's 40 minutes. It's the pre-workout or something like that. Me and my wife's been doing it with me. Like I've been doing that at night. I work when it's downtime, I'll walk around the parking lot. So I've been making sure I'll be making sure I hit seventy five hundred to like ten thousand steps a day. So that's why I kinda got I guess the help bringing it down to like my eight pounds or whatever, but Look, all you re- listen, there is no real secret. 
All you really got to do is make sure you don't cut the bullshit out of your diet. Refined foods, white starches. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you don't need sugar. You don't need milk. You don't need wheat. You don't need, like, none of that stuff. Cut yeah. all that crap out. Get on, get on some, like, you know, lean meats since, you, since, since you're not plant-based. Get on some yeah. lean meats, right? Whole grains, like quinoa and rice, brown and white, couscous, the whole nine, whatever, right? right. Whatever, whatever tickles your pickle. And and vegetables. Yeah, I don't have no problem with vegetables. <laughs> and just and drink a ton of water. Yeah, I've been drinking a sleep. gallon a day. A gallon a day. Great. So you must be peeing clear. Continue yes. on that process. Continue <laughs> to pee clear. And make sure that even though you're working on your physical, work on your mental. Do yeah. your breath work. Yeah. I don't know if you know what breath work is. Meditate. Do all mm. that. Write in grat do some gratitude journaling. You know, figure out what quantitative data makes your day a little bit easier. So you're not like, damn, I want to fucking eat like you know 28 Kit Kat bars right now. Right, 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 right. Down, you know, and right. and and watch, man, you'll you'll improve. Like yeah. I've been on a 40 day no no bullshit anything, like you know, because I I like I have a sweet tooth, so I like anything chocolate. And I'm like, mm. all right, I gotta, you know, but I've noticed when I was overeating chocolate or just even certain chocolate, like a little bit of chocolate, my anxiety would start to rise. Mm. I was like, oh. So then I had to Google and I was reading like, you know, medical journals about the right. correlation between anxiety and sugar and how sugar is just as addictive as cocaine because it yeah. hits the same, it hits the same levels of dopamine in your brain. Right. It triggers like those levels. Yeah. I was like, okay, we out. <laughs> we out. Yeah, the only thing I like, I drink a ton. Like I said, I do a gallon of water a day for dinner to to treat myself. Maybe I'll have like a diet snapple because that's like ten calories and nothing okay. else. But, like herbal tea and okay. you know, you know the snapples, the diet snapples. But other yeah, than I don't that, drink I don't... them. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a plain dude, man. Like <laughs> you know, like I, I'll, if I like go out and I have like I'll have a decadent meal, right. but that's very rare and in between, and and that's that. Like yeah. you know, so like you know, but. Man, you do you. You do you treat yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's a, that's my treat right there. Is the this, the diet snapple with no sugars, no ten calories, and and, and that's it. I'm like, I bet. <laughs> Continue on the path, bro, with, with your body, and you'll be fine, man. Move. Thank you. If you get movement, you're good. So yeah, know. yeah. Well, I might go walk. I might go for a walk after this, to be honest. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> um, just to close this out, because I want to. I don't. We usually do this for like 30, 45 minutes, having a great conversation. Tell us a little bit about Bodhi Lee, because I know you guys had a very special relationship. And I know he mean, he meant the world to you. And I've read oh, so many okay, great things okay, about so, this man. Uh, okay, so I will... Um, all right, I'm not going <laughs> to... Um, it's hard to talk about him. Um, right. Just a little bit. You don't have to go too much. Uh, I don't want to, you know... I loved him. Mm -hmm. He was a driving force in my career. And he believed in everything that I did. And by chance, his love for SZA and my love for SZA, we were introduced in a group text with Big E. Mm -hmm. And then it was just every day about everything. Right. And, um, and I don't talk to a lot of people. I don't. Yeah. Um, 
I, I keep my squad very, very small. Right. You know? And um, and who am I? You know, like I wasn't working at WWE at the time. I was just this regular dude, just working on the things that I was working on. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, they brought me in and just gave me so much, so much love that I got the greatest wrestling career and the, like the greatest education because of them. And it wasn't even like outside of psychology, just how to be a better person, how to be a better man. Yeah. And um, his wife is like a sister. His kids are like my nephews. So they are my nephews. She is my sister. Right. You know? um, he bought me equipment to really help me get better at what I was doing. Right. You know, and and uh, I'm forever grateful for him. I, he changed my life in such a positive way. I mean, I was when I was going through some some personal shit after I left WWE. You know, it was it was him and Big E that said, well, hey, we're here for you. Why don't you go and talk to somebody professionally as well? Yeah. And that helped. Yeah. You know, because men don't talk about that stuff to others. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I said, guys, I'm hurting. What do I do? And um, Brody was just, he was just special. I, when I say he was the greatest big man in the business, man, I'm not bullshitting. He was the greatest big man in the business. with everybody. And he could just style. Or he can shoot wrestle on the ground with you. And he was, he was a special man, bro. And I just, I loved him in every single way. I love talking to him about MMA. I love talking, listening to him talk about his kids, talk about his relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, and he told me, he's like, yo, when you're ready to settle down, you'll just know. Yeah. And everything will, it'll just click, you know? And I don't know, he was just a good dude, man. I love him. I miss him. It doesn't feel fucking real. Yeah. It does, it does not feel real. You know, I, I, I still think one of these days he's just going to be like, hey, guys, just, I got busy. Yeah. You know, it, it's just I miss him. I miss him a lot. And uh, I, I think about him every day. When I go to church, I light a candle for him. It's my brother. Right. I love him. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah. I know I know it's very hard. Um, I've lost you know people that's close to me, best friends and everything like that. So I know how hard it is to share that that with a lot of people. And I know you get asked that a lot, so that's why I want to call out too much. Thank you, man. Um, I don't know if you know that, but I've done a couple of things for WWE Shop in terms of skits. <laughs> I've watched. I've watched. Um, did you see the one we did for Big, Big E? He loved it when we did the pancake joint. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. That's a man, brother rating ten for brother at all, bro. Right, right. That's so. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm working on something else for WWE. Hopefully, you like it when it drops. I make sure I send it to you first before anything else. Hopefully it picks up. <laughs> Please do. You know who you gotta you should reach out to and link up with? I think you guys would get along well. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown, yeah, Mike Brown. He's um he's like the the stump the bump dude and, and Mike is like this pundit of just wrestling. But he makes Ooh. these really funny and like super clever videos that I think you guys could probably you guys would be like two peas in a pot. Yeah, I I'll definitely reach out. I'll add him right now. Make sure I put that in my notes. I got a notes from this conversation. <laughs> That's how you know when you're having a good moment. Is I just I just got a bunch of notes. I'm just texting myself right now on the laptop. So you keep seeing me go like this. I'm, I'm texting myself like, all right, yeah, get this mic. Kingdom, you gotta watch Kingdom. 
bring you all these notes because I'm gonna go back and watch this anyway on YouTube and on a, if you again if you watch it right now if you want other people to listen I'm gonna have this on the Spotify's the other platforms the YouTube's I, I extract it and make sure we have it up there to live so that we can listen to on your ride whatever the case may be because you might not be able to sit here through the entire live so make sure it's available for you guys. Right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. If you want to plug in everything, this is your moment. You want to, you want to put your ads, whatever. This is your moment. Uh, well, first off, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come on. No, you my know, pleasure, I, I, man. I don't do a lot of these. I know you don't. That's why I was like, he's gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, I don't do. I don't like to talk about myself because it ain't right. about me. You know, the, the, the mission is in the work. Yeah. You know, I like to move in silence. But that's um, the thing, though, not to cut you off, but the thing is that I've seen you work so hard, and I see you do so much behind the scenes. And this is, like, for real. I literally, and I told Kaz this as well, I admire what you guys do. When I was at Hot and I was working with Enough, I see what Kaz was doing over at the store. And it was just like, and I see what you're doing with Wrestle Rap, and it's just one of those things where I have to put you guys on the platform from time to time so you can talk about this stuff, because I know y'all not going to do it on your own. You know right. what I mean? So it's one of those things where I really admire when we see each other's always love. Like if I come to Wally Mania, you make sure that I'm good, like everything. So I always want to make sure that those people that I look at and I'm like, yo, they're really working and I don't think they're getting the flowers. Let me create this. Let me put this up there for them so that they could have that platform as well. People could know what they're doing. Right. Well, thank you, man. That 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 that's nice to hear, man. And I and I'll relay the message back to Kazim as well. Yeah. Uh, we, we we definitely we appreciate that. You know, Kaz. Kaz is doing some, some really phenomenal shit. He is. And he's another one that is a source of inspiration for me Definitely. as well. Um, but as far as me, you want to follow me? Hey, listen. Follow me on Instagram at Emilio Sparks, E-M-I-L-I-O-S-P-A-R-K-S. Same handle on Twitter. Um, WrestleRap, W-R-A-S-S-L-E-R-A-P, Twitter and Instagram as well. We have a podcast drops every Saturday. It's hosted by me and The Mighty Vin. You can follow Mighty Vin on Twitter, at MightyVin, M-I-G-H-T-Y-V-I-N, at Vinforte NYC on Instagram. Um, he has another podcast, so if you like New York City hoops, specifically the Knicks and the Nets, check out Split City Pod every Sunday. Um, so you can listen to that. You can also listen to Oral Sessions with Rene Paquette. I produce that. You can listen to Talk and Shop with the Good Brothers and Rocky Romero. I produce that. If you want to listen to Bear With Us, hosted by Corey Graves and Carmella, I produce that. If you yep. want to listen to Border Made with Michael Chernow, I produce that. So, like, there's a couple of things. Even uh, I had my hand in DJ Khaled's The First Ones for the first season. That was an incredible honor and experience to work with. You want to go back and listen to that on Spotify. And No, not Spotify. I'm sorry. Amazon Music, because that was an Amazon Music exclusive. You can listen to that. That's so funny. I've done some ting-tings. Um WWE podcast as well. I helped launch and produce those. So support my brother Big E, support my brother Corey Graves with After the Belt. Listen to those podcasts as well. Listen to this one. Listen to Black Wrestling. Listen to the Black Announce Table. Listen to yeah. the A Show. Um, I don't know, man. Just <laughs> listen to Cheap Heat. Listen to Not Sam. There's like a ton that you yeah, can it's listen a lot. to. It's so a lot. Just go and support what you like. You want to support me? Please do so. I love you. Say hi. Hey, listen, man. I love what you do. Da 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 da. Let's talk. Let's be friends. Hit me up. And that's it, man. And that's how we're closing out today. Again, you can follow me at Blue Magic Grind, spelled how it sounds. Make sure you follow the Mixed Tax Show on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere else. We're going to have a new episode dropping for you next week with a preview to the Fast Lane and, you know, a little bit of a week recap. And on that note, we out. Peace. Stay great. Thank you, man. Thank you. Pleasure, man.